superstars. Hey, this is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin. Welcome to another Millionaire Midnight Rant. It's about 12.31 here, a.m. in the morning here. And welcome to the rant. And tonight's topic is never get bored with the basics here. Guys, hit the like button if you love this view. Look at that view. Look at my girlfriend here. You see her? She's on the pillow right there. And look at that view. Mm. Well, she's the reason why I have this view. And for everybody on the podcast here, um, follow me at Wesley Million Dollar Virgin, and you'll be able to see her because she's right here. And you can see a video of her in the view from my penthouse in Houston, Texas here. So tonight I want to talk about never forget the base. I never get bored of the basics here. And... I know many of you are not millionaires yet because a lot of rich people and successful people understand the basics are the account. And I remember hearing something um, maybe a decade ago from Kobe Bryant. And Kobe Bryant is probably undoubtedly the best player on the planet. You know, God rest his soul. And I remember he was doing a video and he was practicing one day and he was just doing very basic Moves, you know, dribbling, shooting, very basic um, type of moves in basketball. And another guy asked him and said, hey, I mean, you're the best basketball player on the planet. Why are you doing basic drills? You know, these are drills that newbies do. Why are you doing that? And Kobe laughed a bit and said, the basics is the reason why I'm the best. And I want to share with you some of the basic things that I still do here today that allows me to live the lifestyle that I currently live. And um, and I wanted to really hone in because I think a lot of people such as yourself think you have to do something very tremendous, something fancy, you know, something like an Elon Musk thing. No, and you really don't. Not at all. It's very basic things that successful people do that allows them to be successful. And usually poor and average people think that you have to be fancy, do something just spectacular, right? They have to have a pretty website. You know, if you go to my one, one of my website by the name of fatdiminisher.com and that website, it's not fancy at all. I mean, it's just... It looked like a third grader built the website, right? It's just a video, white background, and a buy button. You know, nothing like a Saks, nothing like a Walmart.com. But that website brought in $25 million. Okay, nothing fancy about it. And so I want to talk about the basic here tonight, some of the basic things that I've done when I was broke, when I didn't have anything, and what I still do here today because it works. And I, and I get it, a lot of you are still trying to do fancy things, right? You want to get a fancy office, fancy chair, fancy computer when you start your company. And it's not necessary here. So I just want to share my philosophy here tonight with you. Uh, some of the things that I do that are very basic, very practical, very simplistic. And, and I'm going to explain to you why it um, allows me to continue to make money and create companies over and over again each year 
to have the level of wealth that I have here today. But before I do that, I got to give you a shout out here. Go ahead and put your names here below. Who's in the building tonight? And if you're brand new to the podcast, welcome to the family. Welcome to the Millionaire Midnight Rant. I go live every night here in the midnight hour. And I go live on my Instagram account at Wesley Million Dollar Version. So if you ever want to see the view and my girlfriend, which is right there, you see her? Say hi, boo. <laughs> right. Um, you can do that live with me or you can just listen to the podcast. Search Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast on Google. And I am, I'm in Apple Music, guys. I'm in Spotify and Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, all over the world. So we're syndicated. We're number one right now um, in self-development and uh, manifestation. So that's awesome. So go ahead and put your names here below. Judith from Jamaica. How are you? Lucas. <clears throat> Mark Rivers. Um, <clears throat> on a mission. Wisdom. Goddess. Trey. Tiffany. Uh, Jeffrey. Judith. Make sure you turn on your notifications as well, folks. Turn on your notifications. If it's, if it's anything that you do, turn on your notifications. So when I go live... You don't miss a beat, right? You don't want to miss any type of millionaire mentorship from a guy that's doing it for free, okay? So it's free, so who wants to miss that? No one. My best, how are you? Annie, baddest, King Dre. New account, uh, Julia, Wizzy, Happy God, Luna, and my girlfriend, she's right there, the laptop. That's my girl, right? See how she's shining? Look at her. Don't she look good? I know. Um, all right, so let's get right into it here. <clears throat> Ishmael, how are you? Devante. So let's, let's go back here. I know many of you know my story, but. Let's kind of go back before I was rich, because I think it's important to understand who I was before I was rich, right? Because it'll be able to build some relatability with you, some rapport, especially some of you new people, because I know some of you think that I'm so, you know, the gap is so far from where you are and where I am. So I want you to understand that I wasn't always Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. I was Wesley Thousand Virgin at one time. So let's talk about that, because... I need to explain some of the, the boring, basic things that I did that allowed me to be here, okay? So let's go back maybe 10, 15 years ago when I was struggling financially. How many of you are struggling financially? Be honest. Um, I had a job and I had a business at the same time, okay? I had a boot camp. The boot camp, I used to go and run it at, at, in the evening time. And in the daytime, I was a computer engineer, Okay? So I was doing two things at one time. How many of you are doing that? You have a business, the side business, right? And you have the job. And, you know, I was just like this, the average new entrepreneur. You know, I was jumping into network marketing organizations, signing up, trying to find my way. And I was buying books. I was just like you. You know, I was always asking people, hey, what book are you reading? What's the top three books that you're reading right now, right? Um, 
I was that guy. I've been to the Tony Robbins seminar. I went to that. I went. I went there twice actually. Uh, Unleash the power within. Um, I've been to several internet marketing seminars, and and what I was doing, I was just trying to figure out, you know, how to be wealthy, how to make money. Does that make sense? How many of you have been to seminars, conferences, read books, and you know, we're doing so many things. And I was in that position, and I was standing in a nice. A uh, little bitty apartment. I didn't have much furniture. I had to sell the furniture, uh, a, a ton of it, because I was kind of in between jobs. But then I got a job. Then I, I lost a job. Then I got a job. Then I got fired. And I got laid off. You know how that goes, right? So, um, you know, I just had a regular old apartment, seven hundred bucks a month. At the time, I had a. It was either air mattress or it was a bed. I think the but it was on the floor, right? The mattress was on the floor. How many of you can relate? You know, when your mattress, you don't have a headboard. I didn't have a headboard. My mattress was on the floor. Um, I didn't have any furniture in the room. I didn't even have a nightstand. You know, I used to charge my phone. You know, it was on the floor too. Can anybody relate? In my living room, I had a TV. But my TV and, uh, you know, I had the TV with the wires hanging down. Anybody can relate to that? You know, when you have the TV and you have the, the uh, what do you call it? Not the dresser or the, I forgot what you call it, the ottoman or whatever, you know, the thing that's under the TV and got all the wires hanging down, right? <laughs> you can see the wires in between uh, what's, whatever that, whatever you call that thing, right? The end table or whatever. So I was kind of living like that, man. Um, and in that apartment, I had, pictures on my wall and the pictures were the pictures were like my vision boards um i had vision boards not vision board but i went to my computer and i would print out things that i wanted does that make sense so i had pictures of cars on my wall i have pictures of homes vacation spots i had it on my refrigerator and i was serious about this thing right i was very serious right um and i was very committed because, you know, that, that, that apartment, you know, thinking back now, like looking at my penthouse now and that apartment before, I mean, I was living like I was broke. Like I had nothing, right? And, um, you know, I was in the same situation that some of you are in right now. And I was just trying to figure it out. And I was on the Internet every single day. Every day looking for a situation, a method to make money, right? From internet marketing, from running Facebook ads. I even started a YouTube channel. I was making YouTube videos. And as a matter of fact, if you ever want to see that uh, that apartment, go to my YouTube channel. Go 10 years back. You'll see a different Wesley Virgin um, doing videos in his kid's room. Like I have a, I have a, well, I have a video, like three apartments before this penthouse, and I remember I got the, this bump bag from IKEA. It was super cheap for my children, and I used to do videos in their room on a laptop that I purchased with a credit card from Best Buy. Like I couldn't afford it, but I applied for a credit card and I got it, and I used that as my camera. 
And if you guys want to go and spot, you know, fact check, just go to Wesley Virgin on YouTube and go all the way back to my first videos and you'll see it. Right. Um, I was recording videos and used the camera because I couldn't afford a camera, obviously. And I don't think at that time, I don't know if I had an iPhone or whatever, but I didn't even think to use my iPhone. I just used the camera from the laptop. It was an Apple. And I was just making videos and I was uploading to YouTube. But I realized that um, everything that I was doing, I'm not saying like going to conferences or seminars and going to, uh, you know, internet marketing affiliate conferences wasn't necessary and reading books is not necessary and, you know, all these things. But I realized that there were very, very practical, basic, boring things that allowed me to make my first million in my early 30s, okay? There were very basic things, okay? Very basic, just basic stuff. You know, I think that many of us, even you, like you believe that you have to do something just spectacular, something just unheard of, right, to make millions of dollars. And it's it's really just basic things. And the basic things are the things that have to be repeated. And I think what happens to a lot of you is you don't want to do the basic things because they're boring. Like I give an example. One of the things that I did over and over again was I would read books, but I would read the same book. Like I would read the same book. For a year. Okay. But I think the average person, they don't want to read the same book for you. They want to, they, they want a new book, you know, because when I go live here, when I get up on the podcast, someone's always asking me, Wes, what, what three books are you reading right now? What book changed your life? What book, what book, what book? And what they don't realize that, like, like in my later 20s, I would take one book and I will only read that book for like a year. Write that down, by the way. Okay. Hey, guys, how are you doing? Like, I will read one book. And I'm going to give you the book because I know what you're thinking. Wesley, what is that one book? Right? I get it. Think and Grow Rich. And I used to listen to the audio. As a matter of fact, the audio right now is on my phone. I will listen to that audio every single day for a year. Okay. Now, you might... You might ask, you say, well, well, Wesley, why? And I'm going to be honest with you. Um, like, I was watching a ton of motivational videos all the time, right? And I watched one, and it was Kobe Bryant, like I just explained to you in the beginning. And Kobe Bryant, someone was talking to him, saying, hey, what, Kobe, why are you doing all these basic drills and this basic stuff? You're the best player on the planet. And he said, because of the basics and mastering the basics is the reason why I am the best. It's like learning how to do Taekwondo or karate. And many people want to do what Bruce Lee does, right? Bruce Lee does all this, you know, crazy stuff and, you know, roundhouse kicks and sweeps and all this stuff that looks cool. But if you've ever been to a karate class, they'll just punch for a week. That's all they would do, just punch. Right? Just punch. You know, that's it. Just punch for an entire week. 
And the average person wants to do something else. And the reason is, is because people don't see why a punch is going to make them successful, right? Like, how is, you know, punching is going to allow me to do all the incredible things that we see Bruce Lee do? How doing basic basketball drills is going to allow me to be the best player on the planet? You know, how reading the same book for one year over and over again, how is that going to put me in a better position here? And I'm going to explain to you. I'm going to help you to understand why the basics and the repetition of the basics of the boring things that you don't want to do. It's the reason why, uh, you know, many people become very successful and sometimes successful people, they try to do something different and they fail and they just remember the basics. Because listen, the basics and write this down, the basics. It's it's the basics. It's what going is what it's going to lead you or allow you to be successful. Okay, the basics. That's it. That's what's going to do it. Not the fancy stuff. Okay, the basic stuff. Like I just gave you one reading the books, reading one book. Like reading one book. Another book that I read for an entire year was Breaking the Habits of Being Yourself. Now, let me tell you why it was important for me or for anyone to um, very specifically read that one book. Because when you read a book, let's just talk about the book first. When you read a book one time, you may understand it, you may get it, but you haven't mastered the book, which means is, you don't, you want, like, you can read a book and it can give you some good tips and techniques here, but you won't go out there and apply it because you'll forget because you only read the book one time. And what you don't realize about your mind, you have repeatedly did things that are different or the opposite of what you read. I give you an example. Like in the book, it talks about desire, right? And it talks about very specifically how to, create a burning desire within yourself. So you read it. It makes sense to you when you read it. But then when you go back to your life, you're not even thinking about it anymore. Like you're not thinking about desire. You're thinking about going to work. You're thinking about the kids, your husband, your wife. You're thinking about the game, the internet, TikTok, social media. So that thought or even that information that you read, it's gone. Right. Listen, and we all know this. When we repeat things, when we repeatedly do things in life, like read books, for example, if you continue to do that, that information is going to be embedded deep unconsciously in the mind, which allows you to do those things on autopilot here. So let me give you another example here. Many of you like music. How many of you love music? You like listening to music, okay? Because I want to show you how the mind works here. And I understood this because I read a book about it. So I started to do it and apply it. And of course, Kobe Bryant, in the video, he talked about it here. And it made perfect sense. So when you listen to music, how many of you have a favorite song, okay? Or how many of you know a song that when the song is on, you're able to sing with the person, the rapper or the artist, 
and repeat everything that they say, right? Hello? Like how many of you, when you're in your car, when you're singing to yourself in the shower and you're playing your favorite song, you know all the words. My question to you is, this is going to be good here tonight, so make sure you listen close here. My question to you is, when did you take time to learn the lyrics to the to the song? Could anybody answer that? Like, when did you actually learn the song? Did you write it down? Did you practice? Did you go to school for it? Did you recite the song and, you know, did somebody help you? Did you get mentored to remember the song? You'll say, Wesley, no, absolutely not. I'm able to remember the song because I, I listen to the song every morning on the way to work, right? <laughs> Does that make sense? So just by listening to the song repeatedly, the unconscious part of your mind combined with music, which is frequency, allows you to know it. Well, guess what? It's the same thing you do when you read a book. Okay, if you read the same book over and over again, you will naturally, listen, this is important, you will naturally apply the techniques and tools in the book. In the book. Naturally, because that's how the mind works. See, a lot of you, when you read, you're trying to comprehend it, understand it, and now you want to apply it. And to me, that's a very arduous way to apply information when you're reading the book. Because all you need to do is read the book or the audio over and over again. If that makes sense, ladies and gentlemen. Just over and over again, because that's the basics. Now, the reason why you don't do it, big head, is because you want something new. See... Repeating the basics is boring, okay? That's like going back and learning how to go through addition and, and division and multiplication again. Many of you are like, oh, I'm not doing it again. I already know how to do that. You know, I want to do algebra. I want to do trigonometry. I want to do calculus here. But listen, mastering the basics, which reading the same book is the basics, by the way, it allows you to not only apply the information, you would do it automatically here. I'm going to give you an example from my life here. Look, the reason why I appear to be smart to you, to some of you, right, and intelligent, it's not because I have a degree. It's not because I have any type of specialized form of education. Because you may say, well, Wesley, you know a lot about of you know you know you know a lot of stuff when it comes to psychology and mind and the brain. Like how do you, how do you, how are you able to assimilate all this information? And I'm telling you here, because I would read the same book over and over again. I realized that, like I've read a lot of books in my lifetime, but it's only a few books that I've read over and over again. Okay, and those books that I've read. Now, I naturally apply another book that I read over and over again for like a year, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Have you noticed that I'm a very likable man? 
hit the like a love button if you believe that I'm likable. Maybe you don't know me, but how many of you believe that I'm a likable man? That maybe I'm the type of guy that you can like, even though I'm worth $30, $40 million. I'm down to earth, right? Well, I learned it from a book. How to Win Friends and Influence People. And I read that book so much that those techniques and methods are now embedded in the unconscious of my mind. And I just do those things on autopilot. Okay? Please write this down. Okay? This is what I want you to do. And I'm going to go through more basics as well. But we want I want to go step by step because I really want you to get this and understand this and apply this. I want you to choose one book this year. It's going to be 2023. It's December 1st here. I want you to choose one book, December 2nd. Um, choose one book and trust me on this. And I want you just to read that one book for an entire year. That's it. Whether you read it, listen to the audio program, but I want you to just listen. I'm telling you, it's going to change your life. Just master that one book. Don't try to read five books a month, five books a week. I know you hear these millionaires, oh, I eat a book a day. Bullshit. You know, not even reading a book. Even if they're reading a book a day, they don't even know what they're reading. They read a few things and they forget, right? Because that's not how the mind works, right? <laughs> You're not going to master 30 books in a month. It's impossible. I want you to take one book for the next 12 months. I want you to trust me on this. Because I know some of you are scared. Like, no, I got to read more books. No, 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 no. It's not the books that's making you rich, first of all. <laughs> right? It's just the knowledge. Remember, knowledge is the precursor to experience. When you have more knowledge, but you have to have mastery of the knowledge, then you're ready for the experience as you live your life. Okay? I want you to choose one book, and I want you to read it. Let me give you another basic thing that I used to do. And this is before I was rich. I would, how many of you will agree that I communicate very well? Comment below and be honest. If you, if you, if you believe that I sound like shit, just tell me I sound like shit. It's okay. But how many of you believe that I not only communicate well, I know how to articulate myself and express my ideals in a way that is pleasing and you understand it, you get it, and it makes sense to you. Comment below. Okay? All right. So, and I know some of you may say, well, Wes, how can I teach myself on how to speak like you? I want to speak with flow. I want to be able to use my tonality in a way, in my voice inflection, to be able to convey my ideas, okay? And to be clear and very precise. Listen, let me show you what I did. And I did this in my 20s, man. This, it just blows my mind thinking about it now. So, and if you realize some of the word usage that I use sometimes, I may use words that many of you don't understand, right? And I'm going to tell you why. Because when I was driving that 1988 Honda Accord, I would listen to 10 to 20 words every day 
for a year. The same words. Does that make sense? I will listen to the same 20 to 30 words, I believe, every single day. I will listen to the word, the pronunciation of the word, and how it was used in a sentence. Now, this was when I was broke. Because, see, I realized something about myself that I didn't know how to communicate effectively. Like, don't get it twisted, folks. Like, right now, I, I definitely have a silver tongue. I know how to talk. I know how to say the right thing at the right time at any moment, okay, in my life. I'm one of the greatest communicators on the planet right now. I, I say that, okay? But in my 20s, I had a very tough time expressing myself because I didn't have words within my vocabulary. And then I didn't, I just didn't know how to speak and flow with the conversation here. So what I decided to do, and let me tell you something. I'm going to be, can I be vulnerable here tonight if you don't mind? So, um, listen, I was overseas. I was in Afghanistan and I think I was about 28, 27 years old. Okay. And this was during the time I was getting fired from a job, quitting the job, getting laid off. You know, I was just like Pookie and Ray Ray, man. Just get a job, lose a job, get a job, lose a job. Anybody can relate, right? Trying to find my way. And when the war broke out, I had an opportunity to go overseas as a contractor. And I remember uh, my I had a friend. I can't remember where I met him from. No. I don't know, but he he brought me overseas to be the IT regional manager. Now, that's the first time I had a position like this, right? It was, it was a huge position, you know, because it's so funny. You know, everybody wants to be the boss. They want to be the manager. They want to be the, they want to be the big man on campus. But, you know, when you get there, you can be very uncomfortable because you're just not you haven't adapted to that type of scenario yet. And my my buddy, his name was Chris. I look I kinda looked up to Chris. Chris had a big, huge, beautiful house in Paraland. And but one thing I loved about Chris was this. Now this is important. Not because he was just rich and successful. This man can talk. I mean, when I say this man can use words, oh God, Jesus Christ. I mean, the man can speak very well. And the black man, it was fascinating because he was using words I had no clue. And how he would state phrases and sentences. Like I didn't, I was just like, damn, man, Chris, you sound good, man. You just, and he, you can tell he pride himself in speaking this way. And so, long story short, I remember going overseas and he said, Wesley, I'm going to give you the job. Now, listen, at the time, I was an IT guy, and I was really good in IT. And I remember, I remember I remember this like it was yesterday. I went to a meeting. Now, when you're the regional IT manager for Afghanistan and Iraq, obviously, you have these huge, high-class type of meetings here. I had a secret security clearance, and you're at this roundtable, you know, and most of the people at the roundtable are Caucasian and you got some Mexican and some Latinos and, but you know, just very older men. And I was actually, I was the youngest 
black men at the table here. It was me and Chris were the only black individuals. Everybody was Caucasian and other races. And we're in, Afghan- we're in Afghanistan, Bagram. Or was that Iraq? can't remember. But I remember there was going around the table. So if you ever been to a board meeting, you know, some of you probably never been to a board meeting or when you have to give a report, right? Um, every night we had what is called an all-hands meeting, and it's when the executives, so you may have the IT people, which is us, you have the HVAC people, you have the personnel, you have HR director, you know, for the entire country, for these companies, right? Like VPs or whatever. And everybody had to give their report about what was going on in their own department here. Okay, now understand, I was the IT regional manager, which means I had about 30 different sites, 30 different bases under my jurisdiction here, under my leadership, okay? And Chris, he was the director. I was just the the regional manager. He was the director. So obviously he was over me, and he ran everything, right? He was definitely the HNIC. My black people know what I'm talking about there. So listen, but let me tell you what's very fascinating. I remember when we were going around the table and it got to us, to Chris and I. Now I was afraid because I was outside of my comfort zone because obviously, you know how you try to fake it, you know. (laughs) But when you're in that type of environment and people expect it, to you to give a report, you've never given a report before, not like that, and you probably you fought, you probably felt a bit intimidated as well. Um, that's why I was, and it came to me. But Chris, he saved the day. He started talking. Let me tell you something. This man, he gave a report that was so slick, so smooth. Uh, I mean, just how he used his words, man. It's just the tonality of his voice, his voice inflection, his pauses. When he would speak to them, man, they love Chris. And I'm looking at Chris. I'm like, God damn, man, I want that. I want to, I want to speak like that. It sounded so good. And I remember we were getting ready to go eat dinner for the night. And I stopped Chris. I said, Chris, I said, how did you do that? True story, by the way. I said, how did you learn to speak that way? And he said, because I said, I want to learn how to do that. And he said, Wesley, you have to educate yourself. Okay. And he didn't, he wasn't saying that I had to go to school, go to college, which he did. He had two degrees. But he said, you have to educate yourself, man. You have to learn new words. And you have to get around people who speak like that. And that's what I did. And that was one of the basics. Because, see, like studying these words or listening to these words every day. And what I would do as well, I I would listen to great speakers, people that spoke well. It assisted me in negotiations with companies, with leadership. Even in my company tonight, like I have like 15 different companies here. Like I have to lead a lot of people. They depend on me. And you have to understand 
how to speak to people in a certain way to get them motivated, to inspire them, to help them realize that you have empathy for them. Now, it is a true skill. And I will listen to great speakers over and over and over again for years. Okay. Same people. I will listen to the same words over and over and over and over again. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen, here? <clears throat> okay. And that's the basics right there. That's that's another <clears throat> concept of the basics. Just learning how to communicate, learning new words, the same words, not different words. For one year, I was listening to 20 words over and over again until I was able to implement them or to inculcate them in my conversation when I would speak to people, that it was natural. It wasn't like I was trying to conjure up a word. It was just a part of my dialect. Does that make sense? Okay. Please write that down. Are you guys taking notes here? Am I, am I talking just to be talking here? Listen, never get bored with the basics here, ever, okay? You get bored with the breaks, the basics, you're going to be broke. You're going to be average forever. Let me give you more of the basics, okay? <clears throat> so, some other basic things that I that I did, okay, I meditated every day, okay? Now, I get it. Some of you meditate. Some of you, I don't have time to meditate. Some of you, well, you meditate every once in a while. Some of you meditate, but you feel that it's not working. Listen, and it started in my later 20s. I would meditate Every day, even when I would meditate, listen, it was time that I would meditate and I felt that the meditation was not effective. It was time that I would meditate that I, I, I thought about negativity or negative thoughts were so pervasive in my mind that I was like, man, what am I doing here? But let me tell you what I did that was a genius. That was genius. I kept doing it. Like, I haven't missed a meditation in the past 10 years. I have not missed a day of meditation in the past 10 years. Okay? Because that was the basics, like just meditation. And some of you may say, well, I meditate, but I'm still not manifesting my dreams and my goals. So the typical person, they just stop. And they want to try something new. And see, that's your problem. The basics, like just meditating, it will allow you eventually to organize your mind in a way to be able to manifest what you want. But to you, it's boring and you think it's ineffective because you're not, it doesn't seem or appear that you're <laughs> receiving the result that you want. But that was the basics for me. Every day <clears throat> on the air mattress, sleeping on the floor, I would meditate three times a day, every 
single day. There were times when I would meditate. <clears throat> I felt that the meditation was just ineffective. It was times that I would meditate. I was moving around, fidgeting around. Sometimes I would open my eyes. I would get a bit, um, I would just feel anxiety, right? Just like I wanted to move. But I did it anyway. Because I realized that I had to persevere through the feeling of boredom and the feeling of this is wasting my time. See, a lot of you, the reason why you don't want to do the basics is because you think the basics is ineffective, it's not that important, because it's trivial, it's too small, it doesn't really make sense. How is that going to put a million dollars in my bank account? And I'm telling you, the basics is everything. A lot of you don't realize, like, just making your bed, like getting up in the morning and cleaning your house, keeping your car clean, keeping your nails done, keeping your hair done. Like these are basics, by the way. Those small things that you think are very ineffective as it relates to you making money or becoming successful, I'm here to tell you that it's everything. Like how you carry yourself and the meticulous way on how you navigate your own individual life is everything. Does that make sense? Are you with me here? So meditation, it's the basics, okay? It's very important for you to meditate, and I talk a lot about meditation here. You can always listen to one of my other podcasts about meditation. It's important for you to do it every day. Like thinking, like where I am now in my life and thinking about what I did and how I meditated daily when I was broke, it makes perfect sense today because now I've been meditating for 10 years plus. Now it's much easier for me to manifest the things that I want. But in the early, you know, in my later 20s, it was very difficult for me to manifest anything. As a matter of fact, I was meditating, 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 and it appeared that nothing was happening. But the genius thing that I did was I kept meditating. Are you with me here? Kept doing it. Because I realized, just like Colby said, you have to master the basics. Meditation is just a basic thing. It's something you can do. You don't spend any money. But it's mindfulness. Okay? Another word for meditation is mindfulness. And by being mindful and meditating... And repeating that process, now, here I am today, it's easy for me to manifest things. And I manifest faster. Are you with me here? I want everybody to come at these words below. Master the basics. Master the basics. I'm going to give you another one. This one's going to be insane. You're like, no, Wes, come on. That, that's, that's not going to allow you to make a ton of money, Wes. That doesn't make any sense. Listen, let me give you another basic thing that I did. So when I was broke, I had nothing. Instead of rolling out of bed, I would jump out of bed with enthusiasm. 
every morning. Even I had bills, bad credit, chargebacks, bankruptcy. Every morning, I would jump out of my bed excited and enthusiastic. And my bed was on the floor. So that was a task, you know, getting up off the floor excited for the day. But I did it every day. I did it every day when I had bills. I did it every day when I couldn't pay my rent. I did it every day when I had bad credit. I did it every day when I got denied, when I was trying to buy a car. I did it every single day when my bank account was negative. I still did it. Now, why is that important? Let me tell you why that was very important for me to do this. See, now it just makes so much sense here. It's like I'm having these aha moments, actually. Listen. The reason why training myself, because I had to train myself to do it, right, consciously, because obviously I didn't feel like being enthusiastic. Like I didn't feel like being happy or excited about nothing because the walls were crumbling around me, honestly, if I want to be very um, candid with you. But the reason why that was important because later on, as the years passed by, I would be a part of partnerships that wouldn't go well. But instead of bitching and complaining, I was excited. When I was in another partnership that didn't go well, instead of bitching and complaining, I was excited. Why? Because I've trained myself to be excited in moments of misery. Are you with me here? See, many of you, you know, when something's not working out in your life or in your favor, you tend to be disappointed. You you tend to struggle. You tend to complain. Right? Be honest. That's you. But I trained myself. Because at the age of like 29, my life was miserable. Okay? Financially miserable. But I began to train myself to be enthusiastic in the misery. And that's the basics. And the reason why, like I shared before, it was beneficial because as I persevered as an entrepreneur, instead of feeling sad and disappointment and upset because my ad campaign didn't work or I didn't make any sales for the day, or no one would mentor me or whatever, or the business wasn't working the way I thought it should work, I was excited. I was enthusiastic. I wasn't disappointed. I wasn't like, what was me? Why does not working? I've tried everything. I didn't do that. I was just excited because I trained myself to be excited in misery. That's the basics. So anything that would take place in my life, I would just get more excited. This happened to me when I, for one platform, I lost over $2 million in a year. I lost $2 million, right? I was excited about it. Many of you, if you lose $20, you're ready to slap the hell out of somebody, right? 
You drop your phone, you break it. You can't find your phone. Right? You're ready to call the police. Hey, somebody got my phone. (laughs) But I train myself to be enthusiastic and excited in moments of adversity, struggle, failure, and pain. Are you with me here? Take notes. There's some good stuff here. Comment comment these words below. Master the basics. Because I'm giving it to you. I'm giving you the basic things that I did that when I did them, it didn't make sense. I couldn't make a connection on how these basic things were going to lead to the wealth that I have here today. I didn't understand how listening to self-development every day. So another thing, for like six years, seven years, I was only listening to self-development in my car and in my home. That's it. For six years, and I'm, I'm... Listen, I'm just I'm talking from the top of my heart right now. True story. For six years, I was listening to self-development. No music. Les Brown, Tony Robbins, Jim Rome, Dennis Waitley, Brian Tracy, Neville Goodard, Zig Ziglar. Okay? I was listening. To these men over and over and over and over and over again. As a matter of fact, I have a CD that is in digital form now called The Edge from Tony Robbins. Like even today, I still listen to that. It's on my phone every morning. I did this for a year. Every morning I will listen to The Edge. You know, when I talk about motion crates. Motion creates emotion. I got that from Tony Robbins. That's not mine. It's Tony's. Right? Change your physiology will change your attitude. It will change how you feel. That stuff is just in me unconsciously. Like, I probably listened to that. It's called The Edge. If you ever want to get it, the CD, a thousand times. Plus, easily. And it's about 10 CDs, I believe. Another thing that I listen to over and over again. Look, I'm giving you the keys here. Smash the like button. I'm giving you gems here tonight. Okay? Your Wish is Your Command by Kevin Trudeau. It's a 13 CD series. I listen to that every single night at one time. Every night. Every night I would do, I would listen to so many CDs and I would, let me tell you what I used to do. I would take one CD and I would listen to it five times or 10 times. Then I would take the next CD. I would listen to it 20 times and 30 times over and over and over again, folks. Okay. The same CD. Now, when I talk about the Teachability Index, that's from Kevin Trudeau. When I talk about who do you listen to, that's Kevin Trudeau. When I'm talking about your willingness to learn and your willingness to accept change, that's your wish is your command. But what you got to realize, 
that that information, that knowledge that is so embedded in my unconsciousness, I automatically apply everything unconsciously. That's why you'll never hear me make excuses. Like, I just can't. Excuses are for losers. It's like impossible for me to make an excuse. If you notice, I can't use the word I can't. Like, I like like I, I can't do this, man. I, I'll never be able to do this. Like, it's almost impossible for me to use those words as it relates to my desires and dreams. Because I've been programmed to not say these things. That makes sense? Because I listen to it so much. See, just like you, you listen to music so much, you know a lot about music. Some of you listen and watch uh, basketball, soccer, and football. That's why you know and have so much knowledge about sports. Like, I have no knowledge about sports at all. I know about Kobe, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Steph Curry, James Harden, only because he played here. But I just know their names. Like, I don't know their stats. I don't know what college they went to. I don't know what teams they've been on. I don't know how many rings they like. You have some men on here right now. They know all of that. They know what team Durant was traded from. They know what team James Harden went to, winning Michael Jordan, how many championships he's won. Like you have men that know this knowledge, right? And extensively. And they pride themselves of knowing this stuff. Some of you men know the the video games, right? Like GTA and all these video games that you play as a grown man. And you play it very well. I know grown men that play video games very, very well. Almost better than the teenagers that it was created for. But the grown men are playing it now. And the sad part, the grown men are not even making money, which they could. But they're just playing it for entertainment. And they play it very well. Me, I can't play these games. I'm, I'm, I'm trash. I don't know how to play these games. Because to me, it's futile. Like, that's not my business. Uh, it's not going to make me any money. And I can do other things to entertain myself. It's definitely not going to be a video game. Are you with me here? What I want you to understand something, young people, is you're mastering something right now in your life. Everybody. Like, I want you to master the basics here to be rich and successful, but I want you to realize that you're mastering something right now. You're probably a person that has to have a drink every day, every night. You're probably a person that has to smoke something every night. You're probably a person that has to be on TikTok, social media, and just look at random things every day. Okay? You're probably a person that have to drive to your job or go to work every day. Do you not realize that this is mastery? You're mastering. Some of you complain all the time. You're a master complainer. Some of you are a master when it comes to making excuses about why you can't do something. You're a master at it. You're really good at it. Some of you are masters as it relates to your self-esteem. Like you just always have low self-esteem. You think that life is unfair. Nothing ever happens to you. People are treating you wrong. Victim mentality. 
some of you have mastered the thought of being a victim. Yeah, I know somebody was like, man, he's talking about me. Yeah, I am. I'm talking about you. If you master the basics that you think are trivial, it'll change your life. Because it changed mine. It changed my entire life. Like from going to the gym every day. Going to the gym, going to the gym. Why is that important? Well, because I need my body and I need my cognitive functioning, which is my mind and my brain, to be able to perform tasks to make money. If my body don't feel well, then I won't do well. Have you noticed that a lot of successful people, they tend to have some type of workout routine? It's the basics. I don't care how long you work out, but you got to do something to get your body moving every single day. Master the basics. Do you hear me? Master the basics, the boring things, the things that you think don't matter, but they do. Like make your bed in the morning. How many of you make your bed? You're like, I'm not going to make my bed. Now, I'm going to be honest. I don't make my bed, but I have a maid to make my bed, so that's different. But when I didn't have a maid, I started to make my bed. I made my air mattress. Like make your bed. And I get it. You might say, well, how does that connect to making money? Because now you're disciplining yourself. When you come home, you have a, oh, even when you make your bed, you feel accomplished. You feel like, oh, I did that. It looks good. I'm proud of myself. I did something that most people don't do. Do you think bro and average people, you think they make their bed? Not all of these people. No. Clean your house. House should be clean. It should be spotless. Cars. Cars should be cleaned. Perfect. You hear me? Most of you only got one car anyway, so why is your one car dirty? I can't tell you how many men or women that have been in their cars, and it's disgusting. Oh, my God. I'm telling you something. You ever go out with a woman, and you get in her car, and it's full of shit? I mean, just dirty? Stay away from this woman, because what's happening in her car is happening in her life. Like, if her car is cluttered, her life is cluttered. And I stay away from women that have a cluttered life. I, I, I can't deal with it. Clean your car. Are you taking notes here? Hello? Take care of your hygiene. Like, make sure you're presentable. You know, I listen, and I'm not here to throw rocks at men right now. I'm not here to berate you, man. But let me share what I've been saying here. You know, people approach me all the time, especially men. So I've seen your content, man. love your content. And I see these men, no haircut, locks looked all dirty, not properly shaven. I mean, just look, look, just look crazy. Like they just got out of the bed, holes in your pants. It was just one guy. He was the valet guy for 
my last place. And I came out. He had a hole in his pants. And I said, hey, young man, why do you have a hole in your pants? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know, Wes, man. I just, I forgot. I, I got to take care of it. Like, so he knew the hole was in his pants, and he still wore it to work. And I'm like, what the, f-? you know, I'm like, what? Listen, men. Like, how you look and how you present yourself, it says a lot about you. When men approach me, then I'm probably shaving. You know, the hair looks all crazy. You know, teeth look crazy. You know, just look, just, just look raggedy, you know. Big, oversized clothes. Pants bleached. You can tell they spilled some bleach on their clothes. Listen, and it's like, then they ask me, Wesley, help me out. Wesley, put me on the team. Put me in the game. Why would I do that? You looking like trash. And I'm being honest with you here, folks. Like, I love you, man, but some of you men look like trash. Why would I associate myself to a person that doesn't have the common sense to have any type of respect when it comes to their own personal hygiene? And how you look and how you're presenting yourself. And see, you might think it's trivial. You You might, I don't really matter. It does matter. Try to get a job in corporate America. And see, then you have some men, they don't understand why they can't get certain jobs. What's how you present yourself? You are judged immediately on how you Present yourself to the world, what you wear, what you got on, how you groom yourself, your nails. Some of you men got dirty nails. That's disgusting. Dirty nails. Black sometimes. Okay? Now, I get it. You know, some of you might say, well, come on, West. How does that have to do anything? There's some people out there that are dirty and they're rich. Yeah, but do you want to be dirty and rich? Like, that's, to me, you know, when I hear people, because they do this all the time, well, that person, you know, they don't groom themselves, but they're a billionaire. <laughs> and I'm like, well, so that's what you want to be? You want to be a person that doesn't properly groom themselves and be rich? That's your excuse? That's your argument? I'm here to teach you folks how to set yourself apart from the world, okay? That's why, you know, making money and being successful and being admired is so easy because everybody's just so lazy. They're just lazy. They just don't care. You know, I went to Walmart because I was forced to go, obviously. And, you know, I see people in Walmart. These people, a lot of them just don't even care. I mean, just what they wear, what they put out. I've seen this one girl... She had a house robe on in Walmart. Two girls. I can't make this up. Two, not even girls, women. Easily 30 years old. They had house robes on and a bonnet on their heads. I swear to God. And unfortunately, they were black. Black women. A house robe. And I'm like, 
And they're and they with their children, right? And I'm thinking to myself, so you just got out of your bed, left the house robe on and the bonnet, got in your car and went to Walmart and walking around like it's normal. And you wonder why no one takes you seriously. Honestly, it's very disappointing that I have to have these type of conversations with people like yourself. Because in my opinion, it's like you just, I mean, don't you know that you shouldn't do that? But I think the people are so lazy and they just don't care, right? They don't care. But since you don't care about nothing, then when you want something of value and you can't get it, now you're upset and you're resenting the world, Right? Because now when you try to get the interview and a job and you can't communicate effectively, you don't get the job. And you're like, oh, well, maybe I can't get Well, why didn't you give me the job? I'm qualified. I'm a... No. You know, maybe because how you presented yourself. Maybe because you don't know how to communicate effectively here. Listen, write this down. I learned this the hard way. And I'm going to teach it to you now so you don't make the same mistakes. Everything counts. Everything that you do. Everything counts, even when people don't see you. Like what you're doing at your house when you're by yourself alone, it all counts. Whatever habits, whatever vices that you have, it counts. That stuff is going to add up one day and it's going to show show itself. Okay? It all counts. Everything counts. See, that's how I think about life. So... Even though I give example, like even though I spend a lot of time by myself, I know many of you think I'm this male whore and I got women at the penthouse every day, but that is definitely not me. That'll never be me ever. Um, But I'm by myself a lot of the time, right? And I'm alone. But I take care of myself as if I have a woman over here. I take care of myself as if... People were coming to see me. Does that make sense? Do I have to share what I do? You know, for my man here. And I'm sorry that we're taking a turn in this conversation here, but I think that it's necessary. Like, I properly groom myself as if, you know how men do it. You know, I'm talking about men here specifically here. Men, when they got a girl coming over, right? A little female, a nice young lady, a woman. You know, he's going to do everything. He gonna, the house going to be smelling good. He's going to be smelling good. He's going to take a shower, take 15 showers, cook baby oil on his body, coconut butter on his body, put a little cologne, cologne here, 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 make sure the teeth and the breath smelling good and scrape the tongue, floss the teeth a little bit, get the hair looking all nice and get it all edged up and clean and looking good. Yeah. Well, I do that by myself. I do that alone. Okay? Why? Because I'm a king. I'm a god. That's how See, that's how I think about myself. When I think about Wesley Virgin, I think about king and god. That's it. I said so Irregardless of anybody coming over here, I'm always going to look my best, smell my best, 
feel the best, look my best at all times. So now you don't have to get ready. You know how some people are they're like, oh, man, I got to fix And let me clean my house real quick. Somebody come on. Let me clean my house. Let me do this. Let me do this. Let me do this. Let me get it ready. Oh, my God. Right? They are rushing, you know, because that's not them. They dirty. You know, you ever went to somebody's house, you can tell that they try to rush clean the house. You know, try to hear up and get things in order. Oh, I'm sorry. My my house is a little messy right now. But, you know, it's usually not like this. You lying. It, it is like this. You dirty all the time. It is what it is. You cluttered all the time. See, when you're already ready, you don't have to get ready. See, I'm always ready. Always. It's my standard of living. Does that make sense? It's just my standard. So since my standard is on this this high level, right? On how I take care of myself and how I navigate the world. When people all around me, or they deal with me, I am, they, in their mind, they set me apart from the masses. They can tell that something's different about me. Like when people meet me or whatever, they just can tell that I'm different. Like, man, this guy's, who is this guy? This guy's different. They don't know what it is, but it's just something about this man. That's me. When I walk into a room and go to a restaurant or whatever, all eyes is on me. Why? Because of the standard. Like I'm very meticulous when it comes to me and how I operate and how I navigate the world. What I want you to understand, you should be the same way as well. And you can be. Okay? You have to discontinue to be lazy and lethargic and just so insipid about how you take care of yourself because it counts. The issue is you just don't know how it correlates to your success. Listen, man, you could have fingernails that have dirt in them and you had an interview, right? You didn't have time to get your nails done, whatever. And you're interviewing it. At the same time that you get in the interview, this person is looking at your nails. You don't even know. And they they don't hire you because of your nails. They don't tell you this, but I had a um, friend that was hiring people for his company. And he said it was this person that came in. It was a man that came in that, you know, had all the qualifications. made perfect sense. But the nails were so dirty. And he just couldn't believe why a person would just allow their nails to be so dirty. I mean, in his mind. So he was just, and he chose not to hire that person because of that. Told me that in confidence. Okay? Listen. Never get bored of the basics. The basics and the repetition of the basics, which are boring, they must be done. You better get used to it. Because even when you make some money, you still got to practice the basics. I still practice the basics. Like, I'm still always writing copy, looking at my copy, looking at my websites. I mean, just doing basic things. Looking at the words, looking at the videos, watching the videos. Very just elementary stuff, like when it comes to my industry. 
and doing it over and over and over and over again, split testing and looking at the CPA and looking at the average orders, just, just basic things, okay? I'm always doing it, like every day. Always coding, coding the website every single day, okay? Questions for me, please. Let me know if you got value here. That ends the topic talk, but I like to open up the platform for any questions here if you have it. Okay, because we talked about a lot here. I want you to know something before I let you go. Everything counts. Everything in your life, everything that you do or don't do, it counts. You know, the young lady or the young man that's that's not overweight, but they're eating unhealthy food. And one day, if you end up becoming an overweight person, everything counts. For the man or the woman that's always looking for a hookup, always looking for a discount, always looking at, you know, you, know, you got a person that's always looking for a hookup, shortcut in life, always just... You know, I know somebody that, it was so stupid to tell the story because it was just so dumb. Picture a grown-ass man meeting a person that said, hey, I got this little program where you pay me $200 and your rent will be paid, your lights will be paid every single month. You just pay 200 bucks a month, that's it. Can you believe this person actually believed this and took them on the deal? And guess what happened to this person? This person is not young, 30 plus years old, grown ass man. I mean, believed it and and just did it. And, you know, it's just very fascinating that the person never questions. So, you know, where are they? Well, how are they paying my bills, though? He didn't ask. He didn't ask him that question. You know what he told me? Because. He was doing it, right? You know, he told me, he said, well, I don't, I don't ask no questions, man. I mean, they said they could do it. It's getting paid every single month, so I'm not asking no questions. Doesn't that sound like a dummy? Sound like a fool, right? Of course. There's many fools out there. So in seven months later, guess what happened? The fool lost his apartment. <laughs> and now he has to pay On his, on his report, on the credit report. It's in collection. Got to pay all that money back. And I'm like, come on. And now it's hard for him to get a proper apartment. Got to live in the ghetto. You know, whenever you see a grown-ass man, a grown-ass woman living in the ghetto, it's because they got bad credit. They got evictions or they got just terrible distorted credit. You know, they can't, what, what they going to do? No one's going to approve them. They can't stay in the suburban. You can't stay over here. Not where I'm living. Absolutely not. They don't play that. Right? But it could have been avoided if I'm looking for a hookup. Shortcut. I'm here to tell you there's no shortcuts in life. I don't care if you think it is. There's no shortcuts. There's no shortcuts to success. There's no. You might as well just delete that from your mind, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Jesse, how are you? Like, there are no shortcuts in life. I know you think it is. This is all the, listen, 
It's always going to be some dumb and it's going to tell you, oh, man, it's a shortcut. I'm telling you, it's a shortcut. Yeah, until you wind up in jail or dead or broke. Right? I've seen it happen so many times. There's no shortcuts. Got to do the work. Period. You got to do the basics. Period. There's no shortcuts. I know a few people who, who took the shortcut. They made a ton of money. And they're in jail. You remember that guy Hush Puppy? That Nigerian guy that scammed the entire world? He's in jail. He's in prison right now. But before he was on the on the internet, you can look him up. His name is Hush Puppy. He's on the internet, Gucci everything. Gucci plane, Gucci seats, Louis Vuitton this, Louis Vuitton that. All these cars. Leaving all these positive quotes on the internet. Man, you got to put that work in, you know, then you guys can live like me. You know, just faking that shit. And now he's in jail. He lost everything. And he got to pay it back. Retribution, right? <laughs> oh. Some of you young people just don't get it, man. You don't get it. Any questions for me, please? Questions for me. Honestly, I just want you beautiful people to grow the fuck up. You got to grow up. Okay? Eventually. Which means you got to be more responsible. You got to be more intelligent. You, you have to be very conscious of what you're doing, what you're not doing. You got to stop making excuses on why your life is what it is. Like, you need to grow up. I had to do it. it. Took me a while to grow up. I was just like you, blaming my situation on other people. Because it was easy to blame. It was easy to find excuses on why my life wasn't progressing. But I had to grow up. Growing up means I had to take full responsibility of the activities and the things that I was doing and the things that I wasn't doing because I knew it. Okay? Because if you never grow up, if you want to remain and be a child, well, it's fine. But you have a job for the rest of your life and you'll never fulfill your dreams. You'll never feel fulfill your potential. Never, honestly. Ever in life. If you never take responsibility of your actions and the things that you haven't done that you know that you should do, the life that you see other people live, it'll be a fantasy for you. It'll just be a movie that you'll watch. Okay? Somebody just wrote, this is getting boring. Leave then, Wax. Get out of here. Before I delete you right now. Questions for me here. Talk to me. Any questions for me here? Listen, folks, sometimes, you know, listen, I I do this, these rants, because I understand everybody that joined these rants. Some of you are not going to get it. Some of you are going to think it's boring. Some of you just are not going to um, be able to apply the message because for a variety of reasons. Some of you are just lazy people, honestly. Some of you just listen to me because 
You may like my voice. You may like it when I scream, when I say motivated, dedicated. Or you might just a person that just want to hear something that's inspirational and to go back and go to your bed and basically repeat the same habits that you did yesterday. And those people, that's very unfortunate, honestly. But listen, when I get on these rants, I'm talking to one or two people, man. Trust me. It's one or two people that are very committed right now. They're actively listening and they're taking this very seriously and they're taking notes. And they're not wasting my time and they're not wasting theirs. Those are the people that I'm talking to. Everybody else, they're just spectators. And there will be more spectators as this rank grows. It's just what it is. But I'm talking to one to two people right now. They're very committed to seeing progress in their lives, changing their lives for the better. You know, I have a mother, probably mothers on here, they have children. And the father is not there, is not active. And they want a better life for them and their children. Isn't that fucking serious about it? It's just no more playtime for them. Why? Because they got a kid. Why should the kid suffer based off the irresponsible things that the mother has done? She's got mothers on here that are serious. You got a man on here right now. He's tired of his bullshit. He's tired of his own bullshit. He's like 30 plus and say, you know what? I should be further on financially in my life. I should be further on with my own health, with the way that I look, my body. And he's sick and tired of being sick and tired. And he's serious about it. He's up. He's taking notes. And he's writing on everything that's seemingly possible here. And he's going to apply it. So let me share something with you here. I know that everybody here is not going to be wealthy and rich and successful. You got a bunch of people over here. They just here just to listen, you know, and go to bed like like I'm a preacher. Like you at church, you're going to hear the message and go back and do the same dumb shit you did the previous week to come back to church again. And I get it. That's how the world rocks. But like I said before, it's about one or two people that are very dead serious right now. And these are the people that you're going to hear stories from. These are the people that within a year... They're going to be totally changed. I mean, the other week during the Thanksgiving, we went to this um, retirement home. I like going to retirement homes and talking to the retirement folks. They're amazing. And they're very unfiltered, by the way. And we was giving them turkeys. I bought a ton of turkeys and chicken food for them. We delivered to their apartments. And I met this one lady there that was a part of it as well. And she said, Wesley, your rest changed my life, man. I remember listening to one of your rants, and at that time I had a job, and I hated my job, and I wanted to leave. And I decided to take a leap of faith, and I started my business. And I saw the lady, and she went Gucci and Louis Vuitton. She looking good, doing her thing. She said, Wesley, thank you so much. You changed my entire life, because now she's running the business. She's an entrepreneur. She's a woman. She's a, she don't have a job anymore. She's been, she, she's been an entrepreneur for, like for the past three, four years now. Based off something that she heard from the rant. From the rant. Not nothing that she paid for from the free information. And now she was able to make a contribution to these old people's lives just the same way that I did. That's a beautiful thing in my opinion. Okay? So don't think that I'm trying to save everybody's life because I'm not. Can't save everybody. 
Y'all money can save and help and make a contribution to the folks who wants to help. And many people that beg for the help, when you try to give them the help, they don't want it because they want you to help them the way that you want to help them. But let me tell you something about me. I'm going to give you what you need, not what you want. Do you hear me? I'm going to give you what you need, not what you want. And it's not going to be comfortable. You're not going to be relaxed at all. It's going to hurt sometimes. Sometimes you're going to quit and get off. You want to log off and go to bed, and that's okay. That's what losers do. And unfortunately, most people on the planet are losers, right? But I'm always going to give you what you need to hear to get you to move in a different direction. And it's the same direction that you know that you need to move in. Any questions for me, please? What would you say, what you said earlier pertaining to mastering the basics, were there the main basics you suggest to start with? Yeah, of course. Like I said, taking one book, read one book. I know many of you read books. Read one book for a year, one. If you're going to get in a course, like my course, The Genie Scrub, in my course itself, I talk about this. I said, just go through my course 100 times. The Genie Scrub, just go through that course. Don't go through all these different courses. Just take one. If you're going to purchase a manifestation course like my course, which is the Genie Script, go through it a hundred times because you're going to master the information. And these are the basics. And unfortunately, you don't see the results of the basics so so quickly. It may take a couple of years to see it, but I'm here to tell you, this is my testimony. The basics and applying the basics and going through the basics repeatedly, it was worth it. And it makes perfect sense now. Next question for me, please. Uh, what's the CD name, please? Which CD for what? Did you listen to Kevin Trudeau? Did you listen to any other trainer from Kevin Trudeau? No. <clears throat> What's next? Questions for me here. Asian American. Uh, questions here. Uh, hey, Wes, do you think I'll become a trader and at the same time have a job? First of all, the rate it, the way that you're writing English the, the comment that you comment below it, that doesn't make any sense. Time is not spelled T-Y-M. And I get it. You might say, well, that's my, that's not my first language. Let me tell you something. And I just want to be honest with you because this is a rant. I don't give a fuck that that's not your first language. It's no excuse. And the reason why I say I don't give a fuck because if you go to an interview in front of a company and they speak English, and you can't communicate proper English to them, they're not going to hire you. They're not going to tell you why. They're going to be like, hey, man, we can't hire you. I'm sorry. We want another candidate. Listen, you have Google Translate. If English is not your first language, you go to Google Translate, translate it, and then you copy and paste below. But I'm not going to accept anybody that can't write properly. Okay? I'm not going to read it. If I read it, 
You have bad spelling, bad grammar. I'm going to skip your question here. Okay? And I'm not being mean. You know, some of you oh, you're so mean. No, I'm being real with you. I'm being very serious with you because it's going to affect you. Okay? It's not, it's going to debilitate you. It will. I try to tell children this all the time, like teenagers, and they don't get it, you know? I tell teenagers, I said, stop abbreviating every single word in the freaking dictionary. Stop that. Like, stop being lazy. You cannot be lazy in language. and You cannot be lazy with communication. It's going to affect you as you become an adult, especially if you go to college. You can't speak the same way. You can't write the same way that you have written in high school. It's different. Jobs, corporate environments. You you can't speak the same way that you spoke to people in the hood or in the ghetto or wherever you live. You cannot. You're not going to <clears throat> survive there. Does that make sense? What's the next? On a mission, yes, you can use my YouTube channel to promote stuff. You suggest us to buy the CD and practice. Which CD are you referring to? What's your zodiac sign? Um, I guess it's Capricorn, even though I don't believe in all that craziness. But man, this affiliate marketing is hard, and I'm trying to figure out the CPA marketing stuff. You'll figure it out, J-Dub. Keep going and watch the video that I was sharing yesterday. <clears throat> I'll talk about hard work. Miss Jessica, how are you? Questions here. A lot of you laughing, but I'm very dead serious, actually. When I talk about communication and grammar, and I know a lot of you laugh. You know what? Chuckle it up. It's fine with me. And you'll find yourself not making any progress in life. You'll find yourself at your minimum wage jobs, not even making 100000 a year. Not even making 60000 a year. A lot of you. Listen, I bet no one on here makes 100000 a year. Maybe some people. But those people, they don't talk. <laughs> Honestly, they just keep quiet. The people that talk a lot are even when you post your questions below and I try to correct your grammar and your spelling. I'm doing it out of love, honestly, because I don't want you to grow up and continue to be a dummy. Okay? Because that's what you sound like. No one's going to tell you this, but I'm going to tell you that you sound, you sound crazy. Okay? And you look crazy when you text that way as well. Even when you email. It is what it is. You know? God, and I know it's going to be somebody just not going to believe me, but it's okay. You'll never make $100,000 a year then. Keep talking that way. Keep writing that way, okay? It becomes habitual. Even when you try to write correctly, you'll find yourself making mistakes because you have a habit of writing this way. You have the habit of using words or phrases that are out of context, okay? I'm giving an English class here. Can I visualize about my dreams I want to take place? Absolutely. What's the next here? Do you believe that you can be spread too thin doing multiple things? Uh, maybe. But how I set up my companies, I'm not spread too thin because I delegate. It's not about what you believe 
It's just the planetary positions. What, what are you talking about, man? See, this guy, he can't even spell the word you out. Jesus Christ. You know, it's always men. It's typically men that do this, not even women. Men with the bad grammar are, you know, all well, these abbreviations. What's next here? How do you, how do we best use this method, methodology in terms of how many objectives or activities we choose to perform or focus on a daily basis here? Yeah, man, take your time. You know, what I would say is first, know what you want. You know, and that may take you a while. Like, before you do anything, like, I'm going to share this with you, but I know many of you are not going to do this because you think it's just futile, honestly. You think it's useless. But I would say spend six months getting very clear about what you want to do and how you want to live your life. Just spend time on that. Like, write it every day and expand on it. Don't be in a rush. You know, when people ask, when people ask me questions such as, well, Wesley, well, how many activities I got to do per day? What should I focus on per day? Because... You know, I want to I wanna hit my, my dream. And you don't get it. You're such in a rush. You're so impatient. You got to relax. Take one thing at a time. That's one thing I wish I would have did before. Um, you know, knowing what I knew now, I would have just, honestly, I would just focused heavily on what I wanted and how I wanted to live my life for like six months. That's what I would have did. I would have wrote it out every day. Uh, I just started doing that into about later 20s because I was just so hard-headed, right? Because I was always looking for a technique. Man, what's the method? What's the method? Mm -mm. You got to get clear about what you want first. What's next here? When are you playing in a super movie? What, what's a super movie? It's a movie right now. You're watching it. And I'm the star. Any questions for me here? Wesley, you're a legend. Thank you so much. But I need you to spell the word you out. Okay, Wes, big question. With or without military, would you still have tough skin? Absolutely. First of all, I hated the military. Okay? If I'm going to be very transparent with you, I didn't like the military at all. And let me tell you why. Because I didn't like the, the authority part of the military. I didn't want anybody telling me what to do. That was a trigger for me. So the only thing I liked and loved about the military was that the basic training, like I like working out because I was skinny at that time. I was a skinny little peanut head pencil, literally, right? So I enjoyed the training, like working out. That's it. Everything else, I couldn't stand it. Okay. And that's why they kicked me out. So no, they didn't give me tough skin, not at all. It wasn't even that difficult. What's next here? All right, I'm going to let you guys go. Thank you so much for joining the rant here tonight. Thank you for your comments. And remember, I know I'm, I know I'm tough sometimes, right? It is what it is. And for everybody that's so sensitive, get tough skin. But understand that I love you. I do. That's why I'm like this. I'm tough because I love you. 
I'm not going to bullshit you. I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear when I know that's not the right thing I should say to you. Like becoming this type of person that's rich and successful, it's difficult. It is what it is. And the difficult part is not the how-to. The difficult part is understanding that you have to change things about you first. It's things that you must change about you. And we don't realize that we're too busy looking for something outside of ourselves to make transition. But there's so many things about you you need to change. Your habits, your vices, your discipline, your attitude, your behavior. So many things about you need to change right now, right? And it's up to you to do that until you realize that you have to change things about yourself then you'll never be a part of the 1%, man. You won't. You'll never have the life that you was born to live. And it's very unfortunate. But much love. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin. Love you and let's go.